who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakaway. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. Hey everybody, from another remote location in parts unknown, in, in, in a part of Louisiana that I'm not sure Lewis and Clark ever stumbled upon, Wrong and Wrong are Steve Olivas from Shreveport, Louisiana and the fabulous 12-story Hilton and James Breakwell sitting somewhere in a dank office at the top of the uh, rather uh, abysmal Breakwell Estate. How are you doing tonight, my friend? I have another bone to pick with you this week. I know that's shocking, but... What? <laughs> I know. How could I possibly have something to yell at you about two weeks in a row? I think it's shocking I haven't had something to yell at you about 36 weeks in a row. It's kind of surprising it's only <laughs> Can two. you believe we've been doing this for nine months? Oh my if God. we got pregnant at the front end, we'd have a baby right now. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Clearly, <laughs> we have no idea how to use our free time. But yeah, how, how about rigging that vote last week when you arbitrarily what? decided... What? A full 25% of the votes shouldn't count. I mean, what do you think this is where the person with fewer votes win? You think what well, you think this is America? This is not how the system works. <laughs> you can't just you can't just arbitrarily decide 14 states don't count. So no, Steve- I called my buddy at the election commission and they looked over all the hanging chads and as it turns <laughs> out I actually won the vote. So like so so 3 or 4 episodes ago, I started posting yeah. another poll on Facebook cuz Facebook added polls. It was like, "Hey, let's let's get more people included in this. This is how democracy works." Right. And we we're always going to combine the polls, and it never really mattered because it was always lopsided one way or the other. But this time on on Twitter, it was a razor close margin. It was like two percent separating us, or four <laughs> percent. But then on Facebook, where people have a lot more common sense, I won what? like sixty two percent to thirty eight percent. It was a landslide, and so I, I, I brought this up to Steve. I was like, "So you won on tw- on Twitter, uh, but you know when we tally the votes with Facebook, you lost." And then he just forgot how numbers work and said I, I lost anyway. And I went ahead and just did the penalty. I didn't I didn't fight it because after his horrific, you know, mac and cheese video, I decided we wouldn't have any viewers left if I put you through a second week of this. But I just want you to know, Facebook viewers, that your votes matter to me, and this week they will absolutely count, even if it gets us another horrific Steve video. That's just how it's gonna be, because democracy has to win. Okay, couple of things. Oh. One, I think you were jealous at just how artistically I defined <laughs> that mac and cheese video. But two, why do you think that the vote was so different on Facebook than on Twitter? This was my position. Okay, what, what, why do you think the vote was so different? Well, a couple of things. One, and I hate being serious and wrong and wronger. So, <laughs> one is because I don't have my people in that vote to offset your people's vote. So that would have made it somewhat closer. And two, the one thing that we can't account for that you have to agree with is that some of your people are going to double dip, that they're going to vote both on Facebook and on Twitter. And so that skews it in a way that my people can't do. Okay, so your people can double dip if they want to. You can start your own Facebook poll if you want. But also, let, let's never forget that the poll is on my Twitter feed anyway. I've got a million <laughs> followers. How many do you have, Steve? What's your number? Look at it this way. Let's just talk sheer ratio. You have like a, a mere pittance of your people that are voting for you. Mine turn out in droves. Okay, do you really want to start out this poll by insulting the majority of our voters? Is this, is this how you want to go? insulting anybody. 
<laughs> I'm saying that your people must be voting for me too, or it wouldn't work out the I way that it does. I think my people are always voting for the random one at the bottom. They're so proud of telling me they didn't watch the video. Like, man, you know, those other ones are just stupid numbers, but that one at the bottom, it's a raptor or whatever the heck I picked last week. They love that bottom option. <laughs> and every week they love the bottom option. They do. So you make it too enticing for them. It's like cream brulee down there for yeah, them. Yeah, but it works. It siphons <laughs> off so many fake votes. But you know what? Yeah. It's all right. This week, this week we're going to do it right. This week Facebook counts. And would you like to start your own counter Facebook poll to contribute as well? I got like six followers on <laughs> Facebook. How is this going to work? Well, now we're going to play the numbers game, huh? All right. Oh, God dang. It's, uh, right. You're a sore loser just like those Russians. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, they're they're the athletes from Russia is what they are. Yeah, yeah. They, they Russia got, was banned, but apparently not the athletes. I yeah, don't know how that works they exactly. Just, they let them in anyway, um, and, and they call them the athletes from Russia. And then one of them got busted for cheating again at curling. Like of all the things to cheat at, they cheated the one that I think I could probably do just getting off my couch. Like I'm not saying I would be good. I would lose by a million points, but I am physically capable of sliding a rock down some ice and maybe sweeping a little bit. I could help you sweep. We'd have to swap off halfway because I don't think that either one of us has hey. the upper body to do that hey, the hey. entire hundred are, are yards. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Wrong and wrong. What it makes an Olympic run next year? Or whenever Ooh. they do the Olympics again four years? Uh, Wait, we're going to need two more people though. No, I thought it was just two people. It's two on two. No, I think curling, you have three sweepers and one tosser. Or whatever. Whoa, this that is, sounds this is rather... getting out of hand. I don't have that many friends. We're going to have to abort this mission. <laughs> And our wives would abandon us oh, immediately absolutely. at the door. No yes. question. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So your Facebook, but say your Facebook so that my people can double dip the crap out of this one like <laughs> yours have been doing. Okay. So your your diligent, hardcore group of, of 400 people can double dip. My Facebook page <laughs> is Exploding Unicorn with the E. Just Facebook.com slash Exploding Unicorn with the E. Uh, that poll will be up there as well. So if you want to double dip, triple dip, do whatever you want. Create 16 fake identities and vote. It's okay. There's no voter ID law here. Go nuts. And by the way, that 400 would have made a huge difference because what were the final numbers? Uh, the final numbers. Okay, so um, counting uh, just on Twitter, it was uh, it was 526 to 394, and those All totals right. sound low. But you have to remember the thousands of votes that went to the bottom option. There was nobody. <laughs> like 75 percent of the vote was thrown away. But on Facebook, here's the quirky thing about Facebook: there's no yeah. there's no fake options. It only lets me put two, so they're both real options, which oh. probably skews it as well. People throwing away their vote are actually voting for somebody by accident. But on Facebook, it was 343 for Steve to 560 for me. So the actual total, uh, Steve lost by 85 votes. I mean, it was a pretty, a pretty sizable margin. Well, 85 in the grand scheme of things is not that sizable of a margin. It's less than, what did you say? We got over 1,000, so that's you, uh, less than 8%. Uh, are you 8%. talking from underwater? Did, did your hotel room flood Oh, suddenly? sorry about that. I, okay, so the deal is, people, <laughs> I forgot the little dongle that allows me to hook my headphones into the uh, telephone here at the hotel. So I have to talk like a caveman on the headset. <laughs> and as I was holding it, James, I'm sorry, I put my finger over the thing, and so that made that whole thing bad for you. Why, but, am, why am I not surprised that you continue to be confused by the modern world? With an invention from like 100 <laughs> years ago, no less, your cord phone what you know what most of our viewers aren't even going to know what that is they will have no idea <laughs> what is this weird thing that's a weird <laughs> cell phone you got on your ear i did remember the guam quarter of fate oh, however you can see guam right there 
And uh, the two sides, because we got to get this rolling. We're like we, seven we and actually a half minutes into this thing. I haven't even said what the debate is. We I know. So obliquely what, what referenced are we? It. <laughs> Okay, the, the debate is, which is better, Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics? A very timely. Boy, yeah, you are look on. at us. <laughs> now, we haven't given each other compliments yet, which is also a cry in shame, because I know this is what people tune in for, yes. is to hear what we can scrape out of the recesses <laughs> of our mind to say nice about the other person. And uh, I will go first, because I know that you're feverishly trying to think of something on the fly right now. But I'm actually going to give you a wrong and wronger compliment, and then a real compliment, All which right. I hate. But it's, it'll, it'll, the worm will turn on you. <laughs> the uh, wrong and wronger compliment is that you will never grow old, James. You've got to stay young, because if you ever go gray, you're going to look like the Bumble in that one Rudolph movie with Yukon Cornelius. And so you will stay young. And the compliment... <laughs> I don't know what this means. I, I know. I, I got to roll right through that because you're not going to get the reference anyway. That's part of being young. And remember, Bumble's bounce. Now, the okay. people my age understand that one. The compliment I'm going to give you for real is that video you did for the Risky Business Dance, Tom Cruise and his underpants, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was easily your best work. And I'm not just saying that, but I will say this. I'm fairly certain that everyone out there is like me and would like to see many, many more videos of you performing that same level of, uh, of dexterity, that level <laughs> of uh, showmanship, and that level of your daughters in there with you. And so really, they ought to vote for me every week so that we can have many more of those videos. My greatness is working against me. I will agree with you there. <laughs> uh, I think you just liked that video because it was the first one where I didn't even say anything. I just gave up. I was like, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give a prologue. I'm just going to jump in this and get this over with and people enjoyed that you, you know we just just did the sound over the whole thing by the way we, ma we made a big deal last time about not making any money off of these videos and then you, yeah. you notice that last one had ads on it the reason is because uh youtube detected the bob seeger music usually the music is buried beneath my kids shrieks of joy but this you're time kidding I, yeah but this time the sound came over it and facebook not facebook youtube picked that up yeah and so it gives bob seeger's estate or his account or whatever the options like what do you want to do with this do you want to banish this video or do you want to take all the money and he chose to take all the money of which there was none so then they put ads on it and it all went to him so we made bob seeger like 10 to 15 cents richer you know, good for him. <laughs> he needed that money. <laughs> I'll be dipped. I, I'm glad you said that. I had no idea. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That could have been our 10 to 15 cents. Not really because we refused to run ads because, honestly, it's kind of useless to sell out for 10 or 15 cents. I don't sell out for anything less than a quarter, okay? That's my line. Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't bend down if it's not at least a quarter because it's not worth the pain of the return trip yeah, back to an upright position. Your, your chiropractor visit would cost you at least 50 bucks. But I've got yeah. a compliment for you too, other than your creaking back, which I guess is not really a compliment at all. It, but, yours never are, but go ahead. <laughs> you, I'm going to compliment you for always finding a way to overcome. Every week, every single week, yeah. you find a way to create a self-inflicted technical <laughs> difficulty. Uh, you know exactly which parts to bring. I've watched, walked you through this step like 25 times and exactly what to do. And every week you find something to leave behind. And it's always something new and different. I mean, you're not going to screw up in the same way. These are new and different ones. But somehow you make it work and manage to look bad in the process. And for that, I appreciate it. So thank you for I pulling through. I'm again rather confused at the end of your compliment, as I typically am, but yes, my feet are well bandaged from having been shot so many times, but somehow I continue to march on because, frankly, you're worth it. That's not true, but the fans are.
Yes. And we have at least, we got to be up to five or six fans by now, James. We've been doing this nine freaking months, man. I would put it in the seven range, at least. Seven? Yeah, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling ambitious. I'm going to brag a little bit. I think we got what? seven. All right, we, we're up to like Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Ooh, there's a topical name for you. Whoa, whoa. All, All right. right, so Summer and Winter Olympics. I have the Guam Quarter of Fate. Okay. I don't have the dongle, but I got a Guam Quarter. What do the two sides okay. represent? Heads. And we got to kind of run through this. Heads up, yeah, well, run, yeah, like the Summer Olympics. Heads up, summer run like for Michael me. Johnson. Tails right. up, winter for me. All right, summer is heads. Guam Quarter up. Oh got it it's on my thigh because my other hand is busy don't take that out of context because you can't see me it is heads it all is right heads. i have summer olympics thank god because let's be honest everybody hates the winter olympics they are so oh, what? boring you watch oh, it how many times god. are we going to see them slide down the same stupid hill down they go woo, woo, woo. like what does it mean to us what does it mean it's okay you you slid down slightly faster because your skis are slick good for you um also people get horrendously injured for no reason they go and they do identical routines on that half pipe they fly in the air they fall down <laughs> they smack their head and they get brain damage and for what I don't know. I, I don't know what's accomplished here. You know, you've got you've got the real Olympics, the Summer Olympics, and then you've got the default like filler Olympics that people turn on because they're bored and football's <laughs> over. That's what the Winter Olympics are. I mean, how can you possibly be excited about them? The Winter Olympics are exciting because excitement is built into almost every one of the events. Summer Olympics is running, it's swimming, it's uh, throwing, a sh it's putting a shot. I don't even know if the verbiage is right on that one. There's nothing really edgy or dangerous about the Summer Olympics. The Winter Olympics, man, <clears throat> they have an element of you could see someone die. And what is more exciting than that? You see these 17-year-old kids crashing on that big air half pipe or whatever the hell they call it, and it's exciting. They could land on their head. You see the ski jumper. What kind of insane animal did that the first time? It had to be by accident because he was getting chased by a mastodon or something, and his only option was to go flying through the air like that. That is freaking awesome, man. People coming down those mountains at 80 miles an hour, is that as exciting as watching someone throw a javelin? Or I guess the pole vaulting is about as dangerous as the Summer Olympics get. We have, we have boxing, we have basketball. It's all very tame. It's all very nice. The other thing about the Winter Olympics that's cool is a lot of these events, they came from organic roots. Like, these were the way that people lived. They had to snow ski from one village to the other to get <laughs> supplies. And so, at some point, someone said, who could do it faster? And we just started doing that. It's got a lot of sort of grassroots earthiness in all of the events, and they're just awesome. They're goosebump-inspiring. You know, I feel like the whole Olympics, it's like its like the world is throwing a bone to the countries that have never seen the sun. It's like, you guys aren't good at running or jumping or enjoying the outdoors when you're not going to freeze to death. So let's do the things that you're good at. Like, well, think about the events of, like the biathlon. The biathlon, you ski. If I'm thinking of the right one, you ski yeah. and then you shoot. Like, yeah. They're literally reenacting the war between Finland and, and the USSR <laughs> at the start of World War II. Like, this is what they did so they didn't get massacred. And by the way, this is Finland, like Polyponesian War kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and by the way, Finland switched sides in that war way too many times. They fought the Russians. <laughs> they fought with the Nazis. They fought with the Russians against the Nazis. They were all over the place. And now we we give them their own Olympic event? Okay, who am I to judge? Uh, but I mean, like, you can't even beat these countries because they just they just live in cold. There's no there's no joy to it. So they're like, okay, once every few years, climb out of your igloos and come out here and show everybody how good you are at not freezing to death. 
And like, look at the things they do. Like, you slide the rocks for curling. Like, well, I said that you and I could form a fine team. Yeah. That is a that is a damning indictment of a sport. If you and I could <laughs> give it a shot, like, you and I should not be able to even approach these things without being winded. Uh, and then, like, let's look at figure skating. Okay, is this really something we want to watch? They go out there, they twirl and they twirl and they twirl. And yes, I could never in a million years do it. But at the same time, why do human beings need to do it? Like, what is the skill being demonstrated there? I don't know. Go go dance on a floor that's not made of ice. I I, I think that would make life better. And finally, oh, it's majestic. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were trailing off oh, there. I was no, jumping in. No, I, I'm just getting my second win. The most important thing. Look at the heroes. The heroes you get from the Summer Olympics. Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps. I mean, these are people who just make you proud. I mean, even if you're not from their country, you see Usain Bolt running, it's like, wow, this is this is the pinnacle of what human beings can achieve. We can all be proud of that because we all know how hard it is to run and how hard it is to swim. What do you have at the Winter Olympics? There's nobody who compares to that. There's nobody who you can look at and say, yes, I want to be them. Because rather than being any of those athletes, we would all just rather be inside and be warm. Uh, Dorothy Hamill, Scott Hamilton, Peekaboo Street, uh, Alberto Tomba. Like, are, I can are name you making up names? <laughs> <laughs> I did not say James Breakwell. I held back on that one. He's a rock star in the curling world, I'll tell you. Someday. <laughs> no, we have athletes in the winter where you look at them and go, I can't freaking believe a human being did that. That's what the Winter Olympics bring. Michael Johnson running with his gold shoes or Usain Bolt smiling as he crosses the finish line. That's cool and everything, but everybody can run. Everybody can swim. Everybody can put a shot. And, but not everybody can figure skate. Not everybody can curl. I dare you to try it. We have curling in Nashville now, and it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I could go off on how weird it is. But the point is, the Winter Olympics bring an excitement to the table, and the Summer Olympics are sort of meh, but they're interesting because NBC Sports wants to make a lot of money, so they do all the backstory, the human interest stuff, to create heroes. You're only excited because you're rooting for these athletes to die. Like, I can't imagine anything worse. Never once have I watched Michael Phelps swimming and been like, boy, I hope he drowns. I think, boy, I hope he'll win. <laughs> and here you are rooting for people to fall and hurt themselves. Um, and it shouldn't take that to get you excited. And you're right. Everybody can run and everybody can swim, but they can't do it that well. So when you see a guy run 100 meters, or run a mile, you think, boy, what did I used to run in high school or in gym class or in college? You think, oh my God, how do I compare to this? This guy's so much better to me. Look how far I have fallen short as a person. <laughs> like, you can compare yourself. There's nothing to relate to that. You like watch a skiing or a figure skating score of like 82, and I'm like, okay. What does that mean to me? Where would I be? Would I be a zero? Would I be a, a four? I don't even know. But when you watch the running, you know exactly where you fall in the order. These are relatable skills that everybody does in childhood and adolescence and sometimes adulthood. These people are us, but better. And that's why the Summer Olympics are for everybody and the Winter Olympics are just for people with seasonal depression. <laughs> Well, sitting back and saying I could never compare to that guy is what you do every week when we sit down here on Wrong and Wronger. But I got to draw this thing to a close, man. We're at 19 minutes already. We're starting to bore these people that, that are driving to work. Our shortest debate ever. <laughs> it was it was shorter than a shorter than one ski run. I think that's okay. The ski runs can't get over fast enough. All right. Well, we got some business to attend to. We have to figure out what the numbers are going to oh, be for the yes. poll. I, I, I love that you've just accepted that numbers are the way to go now. You have acquiesced to my superior system. All I, right. I do. I like your system. I'm going to... Okay. So for you, 
This time, uh, you are 12. Did you actually roll the dice? I didn't even hear him hit the table. Well, I'm rolling them onto cloth. I've got so much soundproofing here so you can hear my voice perfectly that these things don't <laughs> oh, make a sound. I did. By the way, your voice is back from vacation. It is. Um, I still can't, like, go real high. I can't do any nice eagle shrieks for you, but for the normal <laughs> range, it's okay. Oh, God, thank God for that. And I'm oh. I'm 43, so 12 for you, 43 for me. All right, Terry Bradshaw nice for me. And then 66 for the fake one. And Ooh. I will think of something amazing for the fake option so, so that everybody on Twitter can vote for the wrong one. And then this poll is also going to be up on Facebook. So double vote all you want. So add Exploding Unicorn for the main poll. Uh, Exploding Unicorn with the E on it on Facebook for the other poll, which will count no matter how much Steve hates democracy. Uh, <laughs> and be sure to hit that subscribe button because we're out here every week when Bob Seger isn't stealing our 10 or 15 cents. And we're putting this product out there for free. So hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can also listen to us on um, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, um, probably several others I've forgotten. We're everywhere. Subscribe. Podcast Addict if you have Podcast an Android. Podcast Addict, there you go. Subscribe everywhere. You can't listen to this too many times. Actually, you can because one is probably too many, but that's all right. <laughs> you won't know till you try. <laughs> but YouTube is our main channel, so yes. subscribe, please, to YouTube. That... Uh, that uh, Bob Seger's cool. I'm glad he got 15 cents. I like Seger. I hope he spends it wisely. I really do. I hope he invests it. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get out of here, man. We're over 21 minutes already, so I will draw this thing to a close. Hit the, to a close. That's a concluding close. I have a love child. So hit the subscribe button and vote. Vote for Olivas. That's 12. Vote for Breakwell. That's 43. Or vote for Yaramir Yager, 66. And uh, in the meantime... We gotta run. I'm Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying this was the best we could do on short notice, everybody, and we apologize. Thanks for listening.